Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Audrey Earhart. Audrey, you are the founder and CEO of Practice 42, uh, just up the road in Tallahassee. You are a certified behavioral consultant. We'll talk about what that is because there's lots of application for this show. And then you are an attorney as well. I am. Audrey, you're the classic overachiever. Uh, (laughs) I should say congratulations because Practice 42, very, very well known in the legal marketing community within Florida. You're I think you're about the top of the top that I that I know of, and I know you're regularly sought after for your advice. And oh, so, first of all, thank yeah. you so much for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me here. I love the opportunity to talk about marketing of all kinds because you yeah. know there's really a science to it and a process to it, and really to get yourself you know seen as that point of authority, that expert in your community. And so many of us have, I think, we suffer as attorneys. And I say this to myself also. Seventeen years in. We suffer suffer from shingle syndrome, as I as I butcher my words. You know, we think, oh, I'll just put up a sign on a billboard and that's enough. And really, you know, as you know, Josh, that's that's not enough. There's right. a lot of points of authority that we have to point forward to really get the results we want for our clients. You started as an attorney, and tell me how you went from being a practicing attorney to getting more and more involved onto the advertising or the sort of the marketing side of that. Sure, sure. So I started, of course, um, as an attorney out of law school. I went to a firm. So I was an associate, became a partner, kind of a normal track, I think, for most attorneys. Ended up going out on my own and um, and then kind of had a really weird life event. Um, I guess not weird for other people. I actually had been told we couldn't have children. And then out of nowhere, we got blessed with a, with a crazy child who is amazing. And um, it kind of changed my perspective on how I was running my practice. My practice had five different offices in five different cities. And we spanned wow. about 400, 400 miles in Florida. For those of you who know Florida, from Hillsborough County up through the villages. And I had a staff of five. And I became very concerned. You know, if I was out as the leader, what was going to happen? So I ended up writing these really intense manuals for my team on how, to, how, how we would do anything. Here's how you turn a computer on. Here's how you open. Here's how you make a document. You know, really the, the overachiever control freak side of right. things. But um, after my son was born, I ended up having the opportunity to turn those into textbooks to teach lawyers. How do you market? How do you oh. practice? And, um, and then my husband and I ended up being relocated to Tallahassee. So further, further north um, for his job, moved our son, moved our household. And I ended up running my practice virtually for two years. I was there for two weeks a month and then two weeks I was out. And so had a really unusual experience as a lawyer. But then the, the amazing thing happened. I got an offer to sell it to a couple of different firms when they found out. Oh my out gosh. I yeah, so I sold my practice, which no one really does, and then got hired by a legal a legal software drafting company to come in and implement my manuals, my textbooks on how to practice law, how to market your practice, how to build the staff that you need. And so I had that great corporate experience for four years. 
Um, and then left because I was hired by an international marketing agency at a gap year. Usually you're supposed to have them after college, right. but I had a gap year where I got to uh, learn firsthand from some marketing giants of how to do things. And they hired me to build out their infrastructure on the HR side. Mm. Um, and as attorney and as a, as a, you know, as a textbook writer that worked for me, but I really learned that a lot of the principles that applied to marketing that I already knew worked in a large scale. And so that really gave me the, the momentum and the desire to show lawyers how they can maximize their own reach in their community. So I opened my own shop, Practice wow. 42, about five years ago, and it's, it's been great. Yeah, yeah. Well, and when you started, who was your first client? Oh, and like, so what, what work did you sure. do? How did they find you? Sure. So for Practice 42, my first client, what you'll laugh, it, it was it was a longtime friend and colleague in Virginia. Her name is Donna Wilson. Mm. And uh, she reached out to me and I said, well, you know what? I, I And she actually reached out to me to be her coach, to be her law practice coach, to really help her get where she wanted to go for success. And I said, you know what? Um, candidly, as friends, I'm not there right now. I don't mm. want to be there. I, I want to do marketing. And she said, okay. She said, here, here is my bucket of dollars. What can you make happen? And we really took it one step at a time and we tested it out in her practice um, and we actually then added you know she is an estate planning and elder law attorney we added some criminal law friends I hate to say it but it was word of mouth when mm -hmm. I started telling people hey this is my new venture this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be totally transparent with you because you shouldn't pay for something that doesn't get you ROI return on investment let yeah. me be transparent let's grow it together and so that was my first client she's doing great she has a she also suffers from the overachiever uh, syndrome. She has, uh, has five offices in the Williamsburg, Virginia and surrounding areas. And so very successful. We still do her marketing. We, we now, we do coach her now because she got on, yeah. you know, I had to do that. So it's good. So um, what are, what are attorneys typically, or so we should say like historically, what has been the stronghold of, mm -hmm. of legal marketing and how has that changed over the past, say, five years or so, or five, 10 years. Sure. I mean, I'll give you a quick throwback that, you know, it wasn't until the late 70s with the Bates versus Arizona Supreme Court case, we were evil, even able to market as attorneys. Oh. Um, before 1975-ish, you're going to have somebody on here who quotes me and is like, no, it's 1973. But before 1975-ish, we couldn't have anything more than a shingle or tombstone ad. So your wow. name, your phone number and your your street address. So we didn't even talk about websites then. No. Um, the first attorney website was in the late '90s, and um, and so things as you as you can imagine have just dramatically moved forward. Um, one of the, I think the biggest challenges we've seen in the last five years has really been the shift to mobile search. You know, most attorneys are very used to a desktop, you know, a standard computer experience. And that's just not where the internet is. You know, the internet now has adapted itself for the digital side of marketing to be able to answer smartphone questions. So questions when you hold up your phone and ask Siri, we have to be able to capture that market on a website and it has to mm. work well and play by the Google rules. And I think, you know, all the traditional things that we've done as attorneys, building referral networks, strengthening our relationships with our clients, getting out there and speaking, those three tenants are still very important. But I find a lot of challenge helping attorneys realize and take the risk because, you know, we as attorneys, right. we, are, we are adverse to risk. We don't like risk. We'd like to know what the, you know, what, what is the gray area and how do we avoid it? Um, but really, that's where the trust in the digital marketing experts and finding someone who can be transparent, give you reporting, tell you what's working. That's so important. But that is the big shift, I think, in the last five years is being comfortable now. And of course, 
we all laugh, we shouldn't say it, you know, what we're facing as a nation, you know, we're finding that more and more important because if we can't physically get out into our community, what does it look like digitally? Yeah. So I would say, I would imagine then that you probably get uh, attorneys that are doing more traditional advertising, you know, maybe they've got, you know, bus benches and billboards and and that's kind of their approach. And they think that that's going to, you know, and they're like, well, you know, we're getting business, so it must be working. Uh, you know, uh, is it is it too fancy schmancy uh, for them to be thinking about things like voice search and, and that sort of thing? I think, you know, internally, your gut as an attorney, I, I mean, I know when, when the head of our marketing team said to me about a year and a half ago, we have to update all of our websites that we host and that we run. And, and that's important. I'll make that note for everyone. You should have an open relationship with your host provider and say, what did you do for me this month? Mm. Um, you know, for us about 18 months ago, when we really saw the advent of Alexa coming into homes and you know, listening to conversations, you know, there's a choice to have your, your website be optimized for Alexa. We need to do mm-hmm. that for Bixby, for Cortana, for Siri, you know, and I think when we share those things with lawyers, it sounds like witchcraft. It sounds like right. a, lot, yeah. a lot of mumbo jumbo. One of my favorite clients tells me that we just do witchcraft for them. And, and you know, it's, it's very important that that is true in some ways. In some ways, you know, your campaign should work without you having to worry about things and just, yeah. just operate. But on the same point, you should be able to say to your marketer, whether in your office or you hire someone, how does this work? How did you make this happen? And that's really the science to marketing. And, and as lawyers, you know, we're not afraid of research. We're not afraid of big projects and late nights, or at least we shouldn't be. Um, But that also translates to marketing. You should be able to have a really in-depth discussion as if we do this, then what happens? Mm. And That's a really fundamental tenet, I think, for all lawyers. But I think most lawyers have a knee-jerk reaction that they just want to be word of mouth. And word of mouth today is much different. You know, word of mouth in the past was Jerry down the street will send me his best clients and I'll send my clients to Jerry and things will be great. And that is there. And that is really a thing. But at the same point, we also have digital word of mouth. And the, you know, the Pew and Nielsen research studies from just last quarter all said that 92% of people trust an online review as much as they trust a referral from their grandmother. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, and if any of us know about digital reviews, that's that's not how reviews work. And so right. we want to be very, very careful that lawyers have the right education and make the right investment. Yeah. Um, so Audrey, uh, speaking of um, voice search, for example, um, can you kind of explain how that works? So for marketers or someone who's a, a business owner, whether or not they're an attorney, uh, how would they get involved in that and how does mm-hmm. it benefit them? Sure. So, you know, in the, in the late 90s, the 2000s, and even into the 2010 section, you know, we really wanted to just kind of bolster our website. So I was in the Tampa Bay area, best elder law attorney, Tampa Bay, best mm-hmm. elder law attorney, Tampa Bay, over and over again. And that used to be how people search things, you know, people yeah. search things that way, but they don't search that way now. Really in the mm. last five years, the shift is to long tail search questions. Yeah. So, questions that seek an answer and whoever provides the best answer in the less than one second that Google uses to search the internet, that's who gets top placement. And so really for our attorney clients, I I harp on them, education, 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 and also original education. Don't use someone else's education. It needs to be custom because Google knows when you're, you know, stacking the deck or using something that your neighbor down the street also has that content and you're not going to rank. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, how about the, uh, the the objection where an attorney might say, well, I don't want to give you this answer for free because then you won't pay me for to tell you the answer. <laughs> yes. No, I probably hear that question, what, 10 times a week? At yeah. Least. Absolutely. No, I get that. Um, <laughs> you know, I had a team member here at Practice 42, which was like, why are you doing this video for with Josh? Shouldn't we keep it behind locked doors? No. No, because, the, I mean, it, you know, there's there's all these books on it. We've all read them. The Go-Giver, you know, um, you know the, the Habits of Highly Successful People. The more you give, the more you get. There right, you go. Right, right here, right there, right there. Bob Bird. Perfect. I got Perfect. you. I'm Bob Bird. book right here, buddy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, and, and that's the thing. People hire people that they like, know, and trust. Yeah. And you know, I think for traditional, traditionally for attorneys, we sit back and go, well, that's our referral network. Those are the local community of professionals who trust me. But really, it can also be the internet. And we have so many studies from legal trend reports, and any of these that people are interested in, they can ask me and I'll send it to them. But in these legal trend reports, we find out that 60% of consumers want their answers before they sit in front of you or they mm. won't pick up the phone to call you. And, yeah. um, and I understand that fear that, you know, your intellectual property is your intellectual property, but you can choose, you can choose what you want to give and you're not going to tell them how you make a, make a document or how you're going to do the representation, but you can, you know, you can, you can take their fears out of the equation and say, I am here for you. Here's a snippet of what I do. We're going to talk more about it when you come in and schedule a meeting in my office. Right, right. Because here's, you know, one to many, education. Audrey, I'm, I'm obviously I'm asking you some very specific questions and these are good general answers, but people, people don't pay for general answers anymore. That's what YouTube and podcasts and all that yep. one-to-many educations, blogs, that's, that's free. Like, and I think that one-to-many education is getting harder and harder and harder to monetize that selling e-courses. That's one-to-many, that sort of thing. But people will pay for Audrey, uh, you had said dot, 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 dot. Um, can you make sure that that advice works for us or we're a little special or unique or this is our audience? Like, listen, everybody's unique and, and, and the, the, you know, the, the platform, you know, unless you're, you know, if you're truly advocating for uh, your client's success, mm-hmm. yes, the general client, the general principles are going to get them like 80, 90% of the way there, most cases, in my opinion. Uh, But it's that 10% that that's what I want to pay for. Uh, You know, we had one guy that put uh, hours and hours and hours worth of content on YouTube uh, that that we wanted on regards to our pipe drive. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he said, or you can hire me and I'm $600 for a session. I'm like, oh, done. You know, I just want you to, I applied everything you taught I want you to check my work. <laughs> and and that's, I was, that's exactly right. I agree with that. No, and, I and why on earth would I hire somebody else to do sure, that? Because sure. then I'm like, well, listen, I already spent like an hour or two learning from this guy. So you go watch his videos first and then you can blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, I just hire the, you know, plus I want to reciprocate. I want to give back to someone who was that giving, that generous with their education, for their, with their wisdom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's so important. And I think there's a lot of lawyers who sit back and go, man, the minute I put something on YouTube or I share something on Facebook, I'm going to devalue my brand. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep everything for myself. And I, and I would say it's exactly the opposite. The more places you can be found as a point of authority, the better. I mean, that's what secures that deal. And if you show up on Facebook and on Twitter and on YouTube and on Google My Business and on your own website and on the news and you have all these points of authority, it's 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 great. That's what you want. And it's interesting. Most consumers 
for lawyers are either looking for an immediate answer. I need something today to solve a problem that happened to me today. And they're looking for that response. Or they're someone who's shopping. They're like, I think I may need this. You know, my grandmother told me I need this. I'll probably need it at some point. So they're shopping. So you can actually solidify their mindset because as they look for that answer, you'll be the person that they go down that rabbit hole of finding content and learning from. And they don't need you today. But three years from now, they'll be like, oh, remember, Josh, I watched all those videos. Now is the time. Today, I have a problem. Let's solve it today. Oh, yeah. and call Josh, who I remember. You know, I liken it for a lot of our, our attorneys who used to try really hard to get articles in the newspaper. And I'm not saying that that is not relevant anymore, but it's not necessarily being delivered to everyone's door anymore. Yeah. But what will happen is the, does the person who read that newspaper article 10 years ago will remember it. I still remember when I was practicing, I would write articles for the newspaper and I would have clients come in with a graying frayed piece of paper that said, remember when you wrote this six years ago? Not really, <laughs> but okay, that's great. So I'm glad yeah. that we have that. So much the same thing, I think any of the digital marketing aspect lends to that. But it's also, I would say to anyone who's listening, it's a stacking promise. It's not just Facebook. It also needs to be Twitter and LinkedIn and Google and your website and YouTube. They all have to integrate so that we have multiple places pointing to the the, the source of authority. Yeah, right, right. So, and think about it from this, you know, so, you know, we've been talking a lot about kind of the, um, you know, the, 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 the farming you know, where we're just kind of building this foundation and bigger and bigger and broader and broader. We're, we're able to serve people with more authority and more depth of knowledge and more, you know, trust indicators and, you know, making it easier for people to spend time with us. But there is still that visibility and awareness thing that, you know, um, that obviously we're building toward. Um, sure. But, but Audrey, people still want to make sure that they are seen in front. And so from an advertising yes. perspective, what do you see working really well right now? You know, it's, it's interesting. I, I always think of, do you remember that Tootsie Pop Owl back from years ago? That, that old, yeah. kind of how many commercial? licks does it take to the, get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? Exactly. And let's find out. One, exactly. Two, three. That's exactly it. That's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> that is how that is how I often describe legal marketing to attorneys ah. because you want to think of the internet that way. You know, on a best day, we have maybe 90 seconds with a person paying attention. Mm. So when they're searching for that answer, how do we get in front of them immediately? And so when you think about paying for your dollars of advertising, so they ask a question on their smartphone of Siri. Siri searches the native internet browser on the phone, or maybe you're using something else, but it, let's say it uses Safari. It goes there and it starts to filter through those questions. Mm. Wouldn't it be great if you were the first person in ad and then also maps and then also organic search? And so that is paid advertising. And so I recommend to my clients that we use Google ads for advertising because you think about it from a perspective of Facebook or a, pr- a perspective of any of the other legal marketing avenues. And there's a bunch, there's a bunch out there that you can pay to market within their own platform. You can even market to pay to pay to play within the yellow book, but yeah. you have to think about the internet. So I've, I've taken the action to click or lick that lollipop mm-hmm. to go to open up my, to ask a question on my phone. Now I, I'm going to take an answer. That needs to be the second lick because the third lick needs to be contacting you when they're on your information. If we invest in something that is not Google right now, and 95% of America uses Google for search, if we use something else, we're betting that they're going to go to that secondary platform and search again. And so it's very dangerous because you've got such a limited attention span. Is someone even going to search a second set of results? 
So I'm, I recommend to all of my clients, if we're going to advertise, it's going to be, um, well, well, two things. It's going to be Google my business. It's going to be Google or Facebook. That would, that's mm-hmm. my first recommendation because people will search natively in Facebook as well. But secondarily, I always caution my clients that really we want to, sh- we also can pay for just good SEO or search engine optimization. So instead of paying for the ad, which people may not click on, we can instead invest in your website and raise its presence up because we're always told by reports that only about 26% of people actually trust an ad enough to click on it. So it's better to use that as a authority and then then search you lower down. But, you know, I hate to say it, page one of Google for your industry is incredibly competitive. Yep. And yep, just because it, sure. it works today doesn't mean it's going to work tomorrow. Exactly. So we have to invest in that search engine optimization. And unfortunately, most people in my industry, until we start talking to them, think it's just enough to have a website. And what I tell everyone I talk to is a website is really just a business card today. And so it doesn't help you if your business card is in your pocket. Yeah. If we hand it to somebody, then it helps. Yeah. And so that's how we want to think about our, all of our digital marketing. So Audrey Earhart, I'm on your website right now, practice42.com. For the person who's been listening to us and they're like, I like what Audrey has to say, where would you lead them to, uh, you know, so that they could kind of get into your world? Absolutely. I would say go to practice42.com forward slash contact us. The mm-hmm. contact us page, best way to get into, I, I am very aware of everything that comes in the door. Um, I'm always on the onboarding calls. We want to get to know you. We want to talk to you. Even if you're not ready to hire us yet, we teach two to three hours of free educational webinars and CLE for you attorneys every every month. And we would love to have you follow us on social media, Facebook, Practice 42. Facebook is very active. But you can also fill out a contact us form and just let me know and we can schedule a time to talk. I always do 30-minute brainstorming calls because I want to know what interests are lawyers who are seeking help. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Again, practice42.com and uh, the the link to contact is right on the front page here. So just look for that. Uh, Audrey, thank you so much. It's fantastic. Yep, I I really, really appreciated you freeing up uh, 30 minutes of your schedule to to kind of share what you do and uh, the wisdom that you've shared. Audrey, thank you. Have a wonderful- Thank you, Josh. Excellent. Thanks for your opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. 
Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.